bitches and welcome to the sassy spiritual bitches podcast hello hello what is up people yeah. i feel like it's been forever and a day but it's because we had a bunch pre-recorded yes definitely <clears throat> oh. and good thing it has been forever and a day because i just got my voice back yes yes it's a little raspy so bear with me everyone but we're made we're managing so inconvenient. I know. It's I was telling my a couple of my girlfriends over here, I was like, man, like when you are self-employed, it is the next level to get sick. Like it's not fun. Like I remember when I had an actual like go-to job, I would be like, love sick days. I'd be like, because everyone will just take care of things for you and you really weren't missing out on much. And then this job, it's like everything just like gets compressed and you're like, well, the show goes on and here I am, not part of it pick up next week like it's not easy to be sick when you're self-employed no no it's kind of a pain in the ass yeah rather than like a welcome break it's actually just like more stressful and you're like oh shit yeah but, at least there's yeah. stuff you can do like you can answer emails and shit yeah there was things I could have done but did I who am I kidding I wouldn't actually do that but it's nice to know you could if you were an organized person yeah. And I had, it was like, a I don't even know. It started out like a flu, like legit, like, um, like flu nastiness. And then it went into a cold and I was like, do I have COVID? But we took like a bunch of tests and they all came back negative. I was like, all right. Just a cold. Just a cold. Yeah. My allergies <laughs> have been out of control the last couple of days. How come? What are you allergic to over down yonder? You know what I noticed? There's... <laughs> Like when we, I drive around and there's um, fluff coming off trees. Oh yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's like the pollen and stuff off of that. Yeah. Cause like my skin's itchy, my eyes burn. I was stuffed up and sneezing the today. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I know what this is about. And did you always have allergies or was it like when you turned 30 and suddenly you were like, why am I allergic to being alive? Oh yeah. It wasn't until I hit my thirties, like hundred yeah. percent. No. Well, I mean, when I was younger, I would get skin rashes at fall time when I would play in the leaves. Mm-hmm. But other than that, really nothing. Like no itchy, watery eyes, nothing like that until I hit 30. I know. I like, well, I, how old am I? I don't know. I think I'm going to be 32 on Friday. Yeah, but yeah. Um, like I didn't, I'm suddenly allergic to being alive at the season, at spring especially. And I have an allergy to cats now. Like what, what is that? I don't know. And by the way, Reggie is living his best life at my mom's house. Good. I'm so glad. Yeah. Apparently, like, my sister is just staying there. So she's like, yeah, like, Reggie will come up and, like, paw on my mom's door. Like, I want to sleep in your room. And she, like, loves the, he, like, loves Sophie the dog. And yeah, found a, he, like, lays in the towels, like, in the closet. He found a way to get up there and he just sleeps in there. And Oh, yeah. My yeah. mom, like, is in love with him. So he found the, he found the right place. Oh, totally. If he, if, <laughs> note to self, because this happened to me. If he ever, she thinks he's lost, tell her not to freak out and go digging behind the towels because he'll dig himself a hole and hide <laughs> and the, the towels will be stacked up above him so you don't see him. I lost him for an entire day one year. Oh my God. That's and crazy. I was freaking out. I was running up and down my back alley thinking he got out somehow. I'm asking strangers, have you seen this cat? Like it was just so stupid. <laughs> and then I found him like all of a sudden I saw like the closet where I kept the the towels. Like he could it was a cupboard so he could open it himself and I see like this 
paw come out the door and I was like oh, you little fucker and he had hit himself <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely living his best life. Oh, that's good. Or his that second best happy. life, I guess, since he came from a good place too, but he's still, yeah. still, still giving her. <laughs> that's so funny. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love what hearing stories about Reggie. I'm like, oh, he's the best. Mm-hmm. He is. Anyway, how's it going? How did the new moon in April treat you? Good. Um, well, I mean, as, as good as new moons are for me. Right. Uh, I didn't sleep, of course, a couple days before, and I was super grouchy. That could have been partially the no sleep and partially the moon, but yeah, it was pretty good. That's good. Um, it was just, it was all kind of at once because we moved into our long-term place now. That's so exciting though. Thank God. Hey. Oh, thank God. It's so wonderful here. I love the energy of the house. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love the energy. I love the, you know, the layout. I love the area we're in. It's so quiet. Like, it's wonderful. You're going to have to give me a Snapchat tour of this place. Ooh, yes, I, w- I will. I'll do that. Yeah. Well, that's so exciting. Yes, finally. <sighs> yes, like, I actually have all my cards out in one spot. Oh, my God. You probably feel amazing. I do. I do. And now I'm, I have to unpack everything else. And I'm like, well, the priorities are out. Do I really need to fold all these clothes that were in my suitcase crumpled up? No. Okay. Oh yeah. At least you like, oh, I, I can just like feel that like sigh of relief. Like I finally live somewhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine from cat, like we met her here, but she's from Canada. She came over the other day, took a tour of the house and she's like, she looked at all my cards. She's like, you really are a professional. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. She was so excited to see them all laid out. And I was like, I'm excited to see them all laid out as well. Yes. Nice. That reminds me, I was like a file, it's like tax season, right? So I'm like trying to get my tax papers in order and stuff. And I was like, Ooh. how do you explain this in an audit? Like, um, yes, I need all these textbooks and cards because I'm literally a professional bitch. Please just pass it on through. Like, yeah, just trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I, like I was getting all my tax stuff ready. Right. And I went through all the money that I spent on cards and the bags for the cards. Cause you know, I travel with them and all of this stuff. And I went, who's going to buy this? Like, you know, but literally I need all of these things for work. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. You know, I know. Or even just like, I was mostly about like textbooks. I think I've said on this podcast before, and it must be like the magic of being an Akashic record reader. But like, I get a lot of my um, information through books that randomly appear in my hands. Like I've had wrong Amazon orders. I've just randomly threw things in because I felt it calling to me. So like half, like books also are super important for like how I do my work. And they're usually like textbooks, not just like the Lord's canon goodies, you know, but uh, like, how do you fucking write this shit off? Like, oh, textbooks are easy. Like they're an educational thing. Those are easy. But when I'm like, hey, look, another tarot reference book, they're like, really? I know. And then cards too. But I, I see how that is like, I mean, to me, I'm like, that's how we do our work. Like, of course they're a working tool, but like textbooks, I'm like, how do you write that off? But I'm obviously writing it all off. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I got to finish my taxes this weekend. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not even close. Uh, there's receipts that I took. A, like I was taking a course online 
and now I can't find the receipts for them. So now I have to email where I took it and be like, can you just send me one receipt? Not like the monthly, you know, six months right. of payments I did or whatever. Can we just do it in one? <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Oh, such a pain in the ass though. Oh, I know. And I definitely like with COVID did not stay on top of things. Like I really was just like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, definitely got to catch up, but I'm not going to make that mistake again. Cause it just, it's a lot of paperwork. It's not the end of the world, but it's a lot of paperwork. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, well, it'll all work itself out. Oh yeah. We're starting to like renew my faith. Like I was just telling Randy before we started recording, I definitely like went through this little mini dark night of the soul. And I just, you know, and when you in the dark night of the soul, it's like, you have no fucking frame of reference. Like you're just like lost in the dark, you know? And then finally it's like, I'm starting to have like my renewed sense of faith and my concepts are coming back. And I'm like, okay, yeah, my follow my taxes. Everything's going to be fine. You know, but when you're in that, you're just like, Walking in the void is what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And I always welcome the dark night of the soul because you know, when you come out the other end, you have this new level of awareness. Like it's like you leveled up in a video game, but while you're in it, I don't particularly like that feeling. I don't think anyone does, but like, I really am like, Ey. yeah, it's uncomfortable, but there's, you know what? I've noticed that in a trend with my clients for the past couple months, it's been like another round of dark night of the souls. Yeah, definitely. Like since December, January to now, it's been like four months of just straight like shit. Yep. And I have been hearing like in my work and like, also I've been seeing other readers that I really trust, you know, like we went through this, it's like, ah, it's just, the end of that age you know we always talk about 5d and the golden age like it's really the end of an age and we can't take like our old personalities into a brand new world so it's really been like a major death cycle and it doesn't some some got hit harder than others but like it feels like every fucking human being is going through this dark depth even people that like friends of mine that don't do readings for energy I'm watching each of them in their death cycle and I'm like damn like this is crazy but again as someone coming out the other end of the dark night of the soul it's become exciting to me again not like holy shit what's happening yeah I'm I'm so lost (laughs) yeah so lost well if you're coming out that means I'm probably gonna go in here pretty soon (laughs) oh shit (laughs) we always seem to be like like at least one of us has our head on straight at one time you know what I mean yeah yeah you know what I went through my second little dark night of the soul there back around my birthday and then I came out of it just and then I went I in moving. and then I went in and now yeah. I'm coming out. So yeah, it probably will be. Yeah. Or, oh, well. or we'll both have a good couple of months and then it'll get around summertime and I'm going to be like, why? <laughs> oh God. Oh, well. Yeah. It's like once we become veterans at it, it'll be okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. It still always catches me off guard though. <sighs> yes. Even when I'm expecting it, it still does. Mm-hmm that's okay that's okay oh Oh, well yes anyway what are we talking about today we are talking about the balance of the divine feminine and masculine um because we both have been getting interesting messages about that um and it seems relevant to share with the collective today because Mm -hmm. it was a huge aha moment for me when I 
picked that up. I was like, oh shit. No wonder things have felt stagnant. I think they were meant to feel stagnant to a degree because we were in that death cycle and I was in that dark night of the soul, but but to rebalance that shit. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of, well, how am I going to put this? So we kind of, everyone's stuck in the masculine for so long, so mm-hmm. long. And that's like- and not- and the unbalanced real. masculine, yes. not the good version of it. <laughs> no, it's like drill, 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 make money, buy all the things, survive, mm-hmm. do as I say, blah, 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 blah. Then we kind of came out of that and we're like, oh, and we kind of have the opening of the heart chakra and like flowing and, you know, kind of like learning how to be compassionate and soft with ourselves and others. But then we kind of like, it feels good. So we like cocoon there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't want to do anything. This feels nice. But now we have to like bring the divine masculine back in. So it like kind of kicks it to the center. It's like, okay, I love that you're loving this and that you're feeling creative and all lovey, but you got to do something with it. Yeah. Back to the center. That is exactly what I got. Um, because we know that the world is a cause and effect world. Like what we put into motion, the actions that we take that comes back around and then it's the world that we've manifested. And I think like a lot of people, yeah, really embody that beautiful divine feminine, which is like long overdue and much needed. But if we sit there for too long, the energy can become stagnant because we haven't been um, like, visualizing manifesting and then putting that inspired and aligned action behind things and then we wonder like what the fuck happened and I see a lot of people and I don't want to say it's because of the divine feminine but I see a lot of people stuck right now and it's because we require that next level of movement forward and we're like most of us aren't doing anything about it yeah I, I did a channel uh well channel messages I did a reading like a card reading the other day on my Instagram live And it was so interesting because it was like, my guides were drilling in, okay, this is about taking responsibility now, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to choose and stay all the way over here and like, la la la, fun, like cocoon, it feels good land. Okay, that's your choice. You know, if you want to stay over here and like authoritative, toxic side of divine masculine, well, that's fine. But whatever you choose, you deal with the consequences. Yeah. You know, like, don't expect anybody to save you. You got to save you. This is your life, your responsibility. It's time to take action kind of thing. Oh, I love that. And I was like, just like, as I'm doing this reading, I'm like, oh my God, I feel called out. Like just every fucking card. I'm like, I feel called out. I feel called out, you know? But yeah. obviously like that, a lot of people were like, whoa, chills, you know, like needed the message, but kind of rough when you hear it though. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I definitely was, I'm definitely been in the cocoon phase, but I, I'm not being harsh about it. Like, I think I needed that phase because totally. it, it's like so much aha moments because I took the time to slow down and figure it out. So there's nothing wrong with having been in that cocoon phase but it's the astrological new year. We're in airy season. It's fiery. It's let's go time. And it's just time to take the risk. It's time to take the motion. It's time to put these 
dreams that we've been conjuring up into motion. And when I got the message, I've been working a lot with the planets. And you know, it's so funny how what you liked as a kid comes back and it like serves you really well here. Like I was obsessed with the planets. I just thought they were so cool when you learned about them in like grade two. Anyway, and I really like working with them now. Not so much astrology per se, because the characters of astrology kind of get lost on me, but the planets speak to me. So basically it was like a lot of us have been dealing with the moon, you know, the subconscious, the divine feminine, the intuition, you know, dealing with that shadowy murky water sometimes and, you know, really working on that. And then they kind of trumped it with like, I don't want to say trumped it. They blended it together with Saturn and Saturn is like the Capricorn energy if you want to match it up to something. So it's very much like, okay, let's go now. Let's go figure out what our goals are. Let's be disciplined. Let's be responsible. And what Randy just said about the responsibility, like that is the theme of this year. This is a, um, a numerology year six, which means, and it has triple twos. So with 2022, it means that it's master builder and responsibility to do so. And I think I've said that a million times. And it's like, I just find people are like, ooh, but the world's a little bit harsh right now. Or, ooh, like, I've really been going through it. Like, I just need some more time. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you will reap what you sow. And, you know, it's it's only the beginning of the year. It's only April, right? So it's like time to, to move into that responsibility phase. Yeah, but there's a difference between, you know, like I'm feeling supported and held and I need this space for a little bit to, you know, Absolutely. learn how to have compassion for myself versus, mm, I know I should be doing these things that are coming in and I know I should be taking a chance and I know I should be taking a risk and doing that and choosing not to because it's more comfortable in the little cocoon phase. That's the difference. And I think there's, in saying that too, I think there's a difference between like expectation, obligation and responsibility. But yes. I see a lot of people blend those words together like oh I don't want to do that or oh like that's uncomfortable and sticky expectation and obligation are not the same as responsibility Mm -hmm. responsibility is like a powerful stance where you have the ability to respond to the situations in front of you and the only thing about responsibility that I think can feel heavy is it does require foresight you do have to say what are my actions right now going to suggest to me when they come around as consequences. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, when, when I was in the cocoon phase anyway, I was just like trying to get through like one day at a time. I wasn't really thinking about what the consequences of that would be later. And when we have to step into like action, it's like, we do have to have a little bit of foresight, I think, right? Well, you have to have an, an idea of where you're going to take your next step. Yeah, or like a goal, I guess, would be yeah. the foresight I'm referring to. Yeah. So it's all good. It all works out. But again, you have to, you have to take that time. I mean, we need the divine feminine to connect inwards to ourselves. So we have those inklings of, oh, I know what I'm supposed to do now. Or, oh, I understand the clarity of the next step. Or, oh, I understand I need to, you know, deal with this part of me before I can really, you know, jump ahead to where I want to be, you know, like it, it needs to be there. But I feel like we kind of either bypass that completely or we autocorrect and go completely back the other way. 
or we just stay in that little cocoon because it, it's it's really nice mm-hmm. to be there. And I feel like we always like this is just my mind too. Like this is where I go. Um, and I think I can't be the only one, but sometimes it's like, we think about the divine feminine and we think about the divine masculine and it's like, we want to pick favorites. Like, well, I just like, I love the divine feminine. You know, I'm a woman. I want to bring that into me, men, you know, and we don't think about it like as energies that we have to embody and like literally marry the strongest aspects of each in one, like to really be successful. And I mean, I think people like when they sit and think about it, know that like conceptually, but to like try to embody that and plan for it and like be aware of it as we're taking action or healing or whatever. It's like, it kind of, the concepts get like lost a little bit. And it's like, it's just time for us to, yeah, put the, put the two together and make them like a power duo within. Oh, totally. And, and not be like playing favorites or, or, you know, cause there's so much hot buzz right now around the divine feminine, which is like, again, thank fuck. We've needed this for a really long time, but yeah, that over course correcting. You know what I don't see much of in, in when people are talking about the divine feminine, like there's a little bit, but not a whole lot about the men who are waking up to their divine feminine aspects Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's happening. Like it's happening all over. But again, it's that taboo of hush, hush. You don't speak of that. And I was in a meditation the other day and we were my guides were kind of showing me some things about, you know, so I'm going to try and just, cause they show me pictures. Right. So it was like this army of light workers, like women, light workers marching ahead, totally like in balance with the divine feminine. And they called that the divine feminine rising. But then they showed me the second wave coming over the hill and it was all the men in the divine feminine. And it was like the most powerful, like I'm getting chills talking about it right now. And like, they came up around the hill and joined and it was the coolest fucking thing. I don't even know how to describe it, but they, but they said like the next wave is coming Mm -hmm. like as the support and that it's like, it's going to be that much stronger. Oh, Lord, help me. And I just imagined like the men coming into like their divine feminine. And like, I don't really, I'm like, I'm, I don't know, like men are kind of like, they're kind of cool, but like, I actually am very uncomfortable with any aggression. Like, I just don't look men in the eyes. I'm like, Ooh, like, I'm scared of you guys. So thinking of like men and their divine feminine, I'm like, oh, Lord, help me be like, right, right. Speaking to my soul. How will I control myself? so funny I I'm actually what people don't know about me is I'm more comfortable with men than women what Mm -hmm. give me a room full of guys I know how to relate to you give me a room full of women and I'm like "Mm." you know like I because I was always like like with women I was a castaway Mm. you know growing up and again there's wounds around that and stuff which I've dealt with and it's fine but when it comes right down to it. Plus I think my soul has been a man more times than it's been a woman. Mm -hmm. So I feel way more comfortable with like in a group of men than I do in a group of women. Oh, that's fascinating. I I don't know what people's normal stance is. I think I'm like abnormally uncomfortable around men. Like even Graham, like my spouse will like notice he's like, he just can tell because he's very intuitive. Like, yeah, I know you just hate being around men. And I don't, I don't hate it. 
I guess I can't say that I'm just deeply, deeply uncomfortable. And it doesn't really matter what kind of man you are. Like I'm likely going to be uncomfortable around you. I'm trying to think like, are there any, is there any men I am comfortable around? There's one person that comes to mind that I met and I was like, oh, I remember seeing, I was like meeting this uh, friend of mine for the first time. And I didn't realize she, that they were bringing um, their spouse. And I was just like, oh fuck, like there's a man coming. I don't know how to like, like, I don't know how to like behave around them. And then all of a sudden he was just this giant teddy bear. And I was like, oh, never mind. And it was just like instantly comfortable. I was like, oh, okay. But that probably would have been a man in their divine feminine, like fairly in their divine feminine. So I don't know why. I think like if I think back to my past lives, I think that I do a toss up. Like I don't mind being a man or a woman. But when I am a man, I feel more in control of my lives. And when I'm in as a woman, I think I like feel a little bit out of control of my life in those lives. And I always ended up being like murdered or like taken advantage of like just a couple that come to mind. And I'm like, ah, you know, so. Love it. Hmm. Very interesting. Even in my women lives, though, I was very much in the divine uh, masculine. Yeah. I even remember like that witch life of yours, like the swamp witch that you were like, that was. And then... when I was literally cursing people as they were burning me at the stake. Yeah. That one. That was so cool. You're badass. badass. Um, and then there, the one where you had that farm or whatever, remember you just like killing it out there. Well, I mean, for the longest time in that life, I was super meek. And then my husband died and I had to step up and then it was like, fuck you. Oh, that's the only part of the story I can see. <laughs> yeah yeah I'll get there it's something I have to work through because it's like coming up to like haunt me a little bit right now so I'm like oh damn it yeah (sighs) yeah it's very hard not to slip back into one or the other like when you're like when I am so in the divine masculine it was hard to find my divine feminine and like ooh, back in the day anything like I was a tomboy growing up I didn't you know like it was like t-shirt and jeans like I don't want to wear a dress you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I was just so against anything feminine so it took me a long time to like be okay with that side and like Mm -hmm. tap into it and then I was like oh this is okay over here you know but I do find myself slide back into the masculine pretty quick yeah I think I don't know how to describe myself I think like I want to be more in the divine feminine like my energy should be over there but like because it doesn't feel always safe to me I will overcompensate like way too heavily in the divine masculine and it's like definitely a problem but we're balancing out a little bit we're getting places we're getting there Mm mm-hmm I think that's just going to continue to grow over the next couple of years too. Yeah. Maybe. And I think it's like, we kind of got like slingshotted into the divine feminine, right? Like it just kind of came out of nowhere and we've like really learned to embrace and embody that. And now it's like phase two of the healing plan is like, let's bring them together and be a powerhouse. Like, yes, let's get, let's marry the two and be ever so happy mm-hmm. and be one and very yin and yang. And, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Which totally. And, and I don't, I don't know why, but 
I believe there's a ability to blend the two energies. Like I've heard from some other readers and people like you either in your yin or in your yang, you can't like be in both. And I believe that's true. Like there's a spectrum of where you're at daily or where you're at like cyclically, but like when you are manifesting, you should be able to marry those two elements because in my concept of manifestation and goal achievement or advancement, you can't have one without the other. You need the creative, you need the concept, the, you need the, you know, the host, you need the, the intuitive nudges to move through things. You have to say, does this feel good or not good? But then you need like the working force of like the divine masculine to like put things into motion or, you know, stay structured about how you're going to get there. Like you can't do it without both. I don't, I don't subscribe to the belief you're either one or the other. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think, I know we're all too, but I think I've seen some people it's like, oh, I'm in my yin cycle or I'm in my yang cycle. And then they just really oh. into the traits of that. And I'm like, I feel like that can be true on some days. Absolutely. But then I also believe like, it's not one or the other No. In, per day. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I believe you can be balanced in both all day, every day, if you wanted to. Yeah. That's how I feel. But again, if it's about the choice, right? So if I choose to be in my feminine this day and I just want to create and be flowy, then I'm going to do that. I'm going to choose to live there, turn off my my clocks, my watches and just do, just do me, right? But then, you know, sometimes it's like, well, I want to be creative and get some stuff done. However, I know I have a few other things. And so I will wear my watch and I will do the feminine creativity, you know, meditations, create for my programs, whatever it is I'm doing that day and go, oh, I set a timer. Okay. Time to move on to what I have to do. You know, like it doesn't have to be, I don't know. I believe it's a choice thing. I think so. And I feel, yeah, like, I think it's a choice too. And I feel people are free to choose how they want to live their day. Just as you said, it's just like, oh, like with, it's so easy with social media right now to like lose your own internal knowing about how something is for what someone else is saying to you. And it's like, it just feels like everything out there is so black and white. And I mean, if you subscribe to a certain narrative, it becomes true because you've manifested that narrative. So like in reality, everything is true, but it's like, God, you really got to hang on to your internal compass out there in order, in order to like navigate the seas of like, information right now yes yes I've been having I don't know let me know if you feel been feeling this energy too it's kind of starting to pass now but for like the past I'd say two months like let's say mid-February to end of March I was very it was a very this and that energy like I was like I'm feeling energetic but also super tired or, you know, I want to do all the things and I want to do nothing. And it was like literally both. Mm-hmm. Like I was just this and that. Yep. I can agree with that. And I was I just, just like, oh God, what do I do with it? And I hate that. Yeah. It was a really difficult feelings. Definitely difficult to navigate. Yeah. Now that you say it that way, I remember just feeling like totally spent. Like I didn't have anything 
left to like give or do but then also like this creative like spark that was starting to come to life and you're like how the fuck do you navigate like water and fire if I could describe how it felt to me it's like there's this fire inside and it's like starting to like gain momentum but then it's like fucking pouring rain and you're like I don't like how do you even do this like mine was like oil and water just like sliding off each other it was just very not (laughs) I was like well what the fuck like it was just slippy and you couldn't get a handle on like anything. Yeah. You know? Cause it was like, oh, oops, boop, boop, boop. And I was like, oh fuck this. I'll, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. I do know what you're talking about. Ugh. But that's I'm definitely glad to be leaving that energy behind because it was not that fun. No. No, it wasn't. My <laughs> and my emotions were like that too. Like, it was like, I'm feeling so loving and so like present and in the moment, but at the same time you say one thing and I will judge you. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was, well, I mean, I guess Pisces, right? It was Pisces. It was a Pisces season. Yeah. That makes sense. And now you say that. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I think, I don't know, like, I feel like this particular Pisces season was a little bit more dramatic for me, but just add Pisces season to the list of seasons I'm not that happy to be a part of, like, I just, I don't like when I feel like, as a fire person, I don't, I'm not really adept to, like, the watery seasons, like, I just can't, keep my head above water and then I have trouble like surrendering to just like floating beneath the surface like so it's this little it's a battle there's a battle happening well I have a question for you yeah like planets and things like that or astrology kind of stuff like I have I think one thing of earth in my chart like I have no earth at all maybe one Mm -hmm. anywhere but yet earth seasons like Virgo season, you know, Taurus, like all of the earth signs are like the best seasons for me. Oh, interesting. So why do you suppose that? And fire seasons are the worst. Like Aries. Well, so far, knock on wood, this Aries season has been bad, but typically Aries, Leo and Sagittarius seasons are the worst for me. I'm guessing it has to do with like the parts of ourselves that we're just not comfortable with. Like, so thinking of fire, so fire is just so you know, like when it comes to just the element fundamentally, not as it relates to astrology is the lover, like lover passion. I want to chase magic into the sunset, very playful and youthful. And like, so I feel pretty sure that's like a feeling that you're not super comfortable with. You know what? To be fair, back in my younger days. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? But it's like I grew out of it. Yeah, I can see that. You know, like in my younger days. Did you notice in your younger days, like there was Aries and Leo and Sagittarius always a season that was uncomfortable to you? Or did you only notice till later? I only noticed when I was later, but like all it didn't matter. Like I was I was that fiery kind of passionate like yeah what the hell what happened where did it where did it go how'd you grow out of it honestly um I hit my 30s and started early menopause and it was like crone season oh I see I see and I was like 
interesting. But it was like, I, I, I had the maiden, I totally skipped the mother stage and went straight into crone. Mm-hmm. I see that. But mind you, my maiden was kind of like, I was always that older energy. So it was almost like my maiden and mother seasons were in together. Mm-hmm. If that it. makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting. And then something else that just popped in about the, the elements. It's like, I feel that sometimes um, like fire elements are just like really fucking chaotic. Like they're just like super, they're like card, they're usually well, no, they're not all cardinals, but usually they're just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And if you're like, whoa, 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 let's think this through, it can be like really agitating to be like roller coastered up into that, I think. Hmm. And earth seasons are, yeah, because like my least favorite seasons, I don't really like Taurus season only because I'm lazy as fuck. Like it's so earthly and grounded. I can't find the energy to do anything. I just want to like lay around and be like, bring me a bottle of wine and feed me grapes. Like that's how I feel <laughs> in the first season. <laughs> so when you have work to do, it's like not really that helpful. And then I just fucking hate cancer season. And Pisces season was like a little bit difficult for me in this go around. So I don't think water is really good for me. But I mean, let me just think, what was your element? Yeah, that makes sense. So if we think about the elements that I use when I'm working with body healing, your main element was like mountain, like metal. So when fire rolls in, fire can sometimes burn metal. Like it'll literally molten and, and like, you know, we use fire to move iron, you know? So it can sometimes make you feel like you're losing parts of your character or your stability or your tranquility because it's like, can come in and just like ruffle your feathers, I guess. And then for me, my main energy is fire. So then when water creeps in, it really just rains on my, my parade. That makes sense. It's so interesting. Life is, life is fascinating. I know. I know. It's very fun. I enjoy it. Me too. Just like an ever, I'm starting to, again, instead of being like, I need to understand this completely. I'm like, Ooh, what a mystery. Like, you know, like Ooh, life's a mystery that's never going to be fully unraveled. And I'm starting to like, love that again. Yes. Because I am like a, I love the unknown. I feel like if someone told me, like I learned everything there was to learn, I would be like the meaning of life is over. You know that what I so mean? so boring. Yeah. But there was like a, a point in my dark night of the soul there where I was like, I just don't understand what's happening. And then it's like, and now I'm remembering, I kind of like when I don't understand. Aw. That balance, right? Mm-hmm. This is kind of funny that this comes up because I feel like for like a while, actually a lot of last year, I felt like it was balance 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 get your balance get your balance so get your balance blah 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 and like it was like every second podcast we did was like your balance your balance your balance and I was like holy fuck like we get it Mm -hmm. and now for a while there we'd completely transitioned out of that but now Mm -hmm. it's like okay now it's important to get yeah it's like okay let's let's bring it back you know I know. And fun. I was just doing a reading for somebody and it's funny that it came up in this podcast because I could feel her energy on the other end. Like I'm pre-recording it, but I can usually feel like the reaction, you know how it is. You can kind of feel their reaction, even though it's not happening yet. Yeah. I could tell that there was like this, this, like, why me like victimization coming in. And I was like, 
listen, who's to say, like, everything's just about balancing. Like, that is the only goal here is to like balance you, balance your personality, balance your karma, balance, you know, your outcomes. Like, it's just all about cashing out at a balanced level. And she had this past life that was like pretty shitty, like taken advantage of, kind of used and abused. And I was like, listen, who's to say that that wasn't part of your plan? Life gets really fucking boring when there isn't a little bit of drama in the mix. And I was like, we'll never know if that was part of your destiny that you wanted to be a part of, or it was someone using their free will in a negative way, but it doesn't fucking matter because your goal in this life is to rise to that level of success, fame, and prosperity, but this time cash out where no one hurts you. I'm like, fuck, like, just like, just like embrace the, the divine balance, because like, as far as I can tell, that's literally the only goal we have here. Like it's basically just balancing your life's books yes all it is yeah and like you are the person who's kind of checking and balancing it and I feel like as soon as we realize that like we are the auditor we're the judge we're the jury we are the main role we are the shadow we're the light the sooner we realize it's like it's it's just it is what it is you can balance your books however the fuck you want to balance your books like yeah yeah you get to determine the values of everything too yeah. And okay. Was- Question for you. You know, it was kind of dying down there for a while, but there seems to be this huge resurgence in regards to external validation. Mm. Is that coming up for you in your readings? All of a sudden it was like out of nowhere. It was like reading after reading after reading. It was like looking for external validation again. I feel like it's because scales have been tipped recently. I don't know if you feel that, but there's like that energetic there was a tip. It, I think it came with the equinox. Mm-hmm. There was a, and then we got to kind of like rebalance and recalibrate ourselves. But it was like, anytime we get unsure, it's like, we got to look elsewhere. Yeah. We got to look up all the things, you know? And I was like, Ooh, cause even I felt that. And I never look for things externally. Like, I'm just like, nah, I got this. I can figure it out almost to a fault the other way. Right. But I'm like, I had the urge to go searching for things and I'm like, oh, interesting, which, you know, then I'm like, this is cool. And then, you know, went in a little deep dive, but I don't know if you're picking that up in your readings as well, but it's like this, oh my God, things are uncertain. I have to go outwards. Yeah. Um, I was, I always talked about it as like the, it's like kind of that remember I was talking about the un- the instability and then we're like going back and clinging to things that we used yeah. to cling to even though we knew it didn't serve us but I recently um kind of got the drop again about life as a video game so it's exactly the same thing this came up a lot so like you know if you guys are video gamers like everyone's played some version of a game and it's like you're on level one and it's kind of you're like yeah I'm kicking adversary ass and I'm collecting coins and I'm manifesting and then it's like we get to the big boss and like the big showdown and we like pummel that guy and then we like level up and it gets harder well with the solstice what it kind of felt like to me is we went from let's say level five of manifesting and navigating life now we like quantum the fuck leap to level 10. Like we just went from here to here. But do you know what huge, like a huge jump that was and how much more difficult adversaries can be or collecting manifestations can be? And it's not that it's harder. It's just a scarier level. 
Um, there's more at risk. There's more at stake kind of thing. So I'm seeing people being like, what I was doing in level five was working out for me, you know, but now I have to stand at level 10 and be like, here I am launching my business or here I am as a, a witch during World War III. And people are like, oh, fuck. And they're like, let's just go back down. But you can't. You're here now. And people are like, I'm just going to hide behind the tree instead of or like distract myself with something else instead of moving forward. So then, yeah, people are just so uncomfortable. So it makes sense when you say external validation. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like that, the security blanket. Yeah. Right. And what was working at level five, like what you were doing to manifest and manifest, I'm saying it's not harder. It's just more uncomfortable. So what you were trying to manifest, it's like you, you champion that level. And now you are thrown into another one and we have to navigate this. And it's like, it's just more scary because there's more at risk. Like, yeah. you know, down here you were facing like, trying to think of like a game. When you were know, talking about, when you were talking about that, you know, what came to mind? I don't know if you remember playing Mario back in the day, but you mm -hmm. used to get those like time warps where you'd go down and you'd be like in level five, but then all of a sudden you'd be shifted yes. to like level eight. Yes. And you'd be like, what is this world? You know, yeah, like I kind of was like thinking of Mario too. I was like, you know, you're, you're in level five, you're just like up against those little Goomba guys. And then now it's like fucking Bowser level. And you're like, holy fuck. And like the tools that you were using are going to work against this guy. So you have to like find new tools, but it's a tool you've never used before. So you're fucking scared and you're giving up essentially. Yeah. So yeah, that definitely has taken place. It's interesting you brought it up because I like just put that together like the other day. I was like, okay, so the clarity's coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, at the, but I mean, at the same time though, there's like this weird, it's not weird. I shouldn't say weird. It's weird because it's like foreign to me, but um, the creativity side, I kind of talked about in the last couple of uh, podcasts about like that kind of like sacral energy kind of waking up and like the creativity mm. coming in and you know dealing with that and it's like what the fuck but then we have this whole like new level of stuff coming in that we're like oh god oh god and you know it seems very like so it's like I personally and it seems like a lot of people are kind of flipping back trying to go to that masculine side or it's like, yeah. I need control. I need the control, yes. you know, but it's like, but I'm feeling this creative energy and I can't control that because yeah. then it kills it. So what do I do? And it's like, I just love that we're talking about marrying the two because yeah. it doesn't have to be and, or it's this and. Yes. And you know, what's really interesting when you describe it like that, like, I'll just give the real life example from my life right now to explain exactly what you just said, because it's like an aha moment that I just figured out like literally a couple days ago. So for the first time ever, speaking of this level 10, this fear, this marrying the two energies. So I have this program coming and it's for the first time ever, something that I have created fully just from my awareness. It isn't something that you know, I studied before or read a book on and it like blended all these concepts together. Like when it comes to manifesting, my other program I did was manifestation. I didn't fucking invent manifestation. You know, it was like all these things that you pulled from your experiences, your previous mentors and teachers, and then like explaining it in a way that is real to you. 
this is all stuff that obviously I didn't invent goddesses or the planets, but it's like just this creative, I was like, I have to do this. And it's never been more fucking scary to go from level five using basic structure and then feeling like I need to create something very convoluted and just inherently from what I've channeled from the Akashic records or how I see things. Mm-hmm. But because of that, it's never been more scary. And you have to take that like creative, that thing you want to birth and create, and then somehow like light the fire underneath it with the divine masculine. And frankly, it's this very scary mix. Like I'm nervous about it. Like I feel scared. I'm like, how am I going to talk about this? Like, it's just, so I think I know. that's why people are scared. Like, right. You're doing the exact same thing. Oh yeah. And uh, okay. So I've had this concept for these both programs that I'm running over a year over a year known they're super important and just could not because of the fear factor right yeah. I could not do it like I was just like I can't oh I can't do that oh oh I'm not I must protect it you know and it's like a little baby to me each one of these things and then to throw them up both at the same time because my guides were like if you don't fucking do this we're gonna do it for you and I was like no thank you I'll do it uh because you know last time that didn't work out so well for me when they did it so it's terrifying yeah because it's like literally your little baby exactly (laughs) and you're like throwing it into the world with that like kind of like because it's now becoming I don't know it's like you see how the divine masculine comes in because you're Mm -hmm. putting it out into the world you're giving it structure you're giving it a name you're you know like finding success or abundance from it and then it's like, it's really scary. And like, same thing. Like, I know that I'm supposed to teach the Akashic records and that's coming in fall. And it's like, I'm fucking more scared than anything. And like, we are veterans at this. Like, I think we're veterans. Like we've been launching shit and launching shit and launching shit forever, but like it's level 10 now. Do you know what I mean? So these two energies are coming together and being like married for the first time in my world in this this caliber and I even feel nervous and I'm like oh I just want to hide behind a tree but it's like you gotta just go forth you know oh yeah yeah Yeah, it's like you know what imagery comes to mind if this helps anybody it's like you know when little kids are like you take the training wheel off the bike and like your parents are holding the seat so you're like totally fine but then the parents let go of the seat and it's like It's kind of that energy of like, holy fuck. I hope I don't face plant. (laughs) And when I think of the imagery, like this is what's actually playing in my head. Like it's like level five is Mario. And you know how Mario is like colorful and bright. It's kind of like a fun game. And then we got thrusted up into level 10 and it's like fucking Slender Man up there. (laughs) Slender Man? (laughs) Oh my God. It's fucking scary. You're like, holy (laughs) shit, what am I doing here? This was a jump I wasn't prepared for. (laughs) Oh my God, that's fucking funny yeah that's how it feels in my world like it's just like oh we went from bright easy mario and now fucking scary ass slender man and you're like oh i can't do it no i don't know what's happening yeah. yeah but it's exciting though yeah and then this podcast even because we didn't i didn't know where it was gonna go i'm like okay confirmation we just channeled the fuck out of this and it's like putting my fears at ease too yeah and it's like kate like we gotta do this it's, it's okay. It's going to happen. It's fine. Like I already have people registered, but I still, it's like, I don't believe it, you know? Yeah. And that's my own thing, which I was actually going to do a meditation about today. Oh, good for you. 
Cause I'm like, mm, we'll do that. That'll be because I meditate at night. So I'm like, we're going to reflect on this on my nightly meditation. You know, oh, I know it's so scary. I just, yeah, but congrats. That's so exciting. Oh, thank you. I'm excited for yours too. I want to take it, but I'm, I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. You'll be teaching and you'll be right in the middle of yours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, cause I was looking at the dates. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't make this work. I just can't. <laughs> so I want mm-hmm. to, I can't, I can't do it. I feel you. I know. I'm just like, I'm like living in like tunnel vision right now. Cause I mean, I was sick, so I didn't have anything to like, like, I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm in my little world. And now I'm like, Hey, a lot, a lot of things to get through all of a sudden really quick, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I have shit going on with the Patreon coming and like, and then these programs and like my coaching is filling up and I'm just like, ah, (laughs) I went from being like, I can handle this to going like, can I handle this? And I'm like, I'm, I can totally handle this. Yeah. Well, that's like so exciting though. It's like that. Yeah. Like level 10, hear me roar. Right. Yeah. That's but again, it's, it's, like, com- it's uncomfortable because you're not used yeah. to it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. And I really just need to like, I feel like I took this re- like, I feel like you didn't hit the death phase as hard as I did. Like that death portal, like you were like maybe you did, but you were moving. There was like seeds of inspiration, lots of things moving. My death portal was like, like I was like dead, man. So now I'm just coming back to life and I'm like, oh shit. Like I really got to get my like ass in gear here. Like, yeah, my, my death portal happened earlier though. Yeah. You were definitely ahead of that. Like I felt like when I turned 40, I, I had a mini death yeah. portal cycle there. That makes, that actually makes sense. Like, and it was like before you moved and when you were planning to move. And then once you yeah. moved, it was like, hello, was I'm like, reborn. Huh. Look at the light. Look at you. Good for you. You know, but it was like, holy fuck. Leading up to was like, we haven't even talked about the leading up to like you and I personally, it was not fucking fun. Yeah. I, I believe that because I, I'm like just coming out of it now. And I just, it's like, you can't do anything. It's like, if I could describe it literally submerged underwater and like, it's like kind of dark and you're kind of like, you have to push so much mass to move forward. And it wasn't like, it's just, I couldn't move. Like I couldn't see, I couldn't move. And it was like, so my business is like, and even my social media, I haven't been on there. I've done anything. I'm like, Kate, Kayla, and I, but I'm not upset about it because I was told numerous times by numerous readers, I would be in this weird shit mess until about my birthday. And then what are the, what are the fucking odds that I would have this deep sickness purging out everything literally the week before I finally hit that threshold. So I'm like, yeah, I knew it was coming. Here we are. So hopefully good things are on the rise for me because I don't want to be submerged anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure it's like, you're on your way out, I think. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, like having an astrology reading to like pinpoint where I was like energetically. And I have marked my brain within 12 years from now, I will be hitting this fucking shit. Like I don't, and I was like minusing 12 years. I'm like, when was the last time I was in this window astrologically? And I was like, yeah, that was shitty too. And I'm like marking my words when I'm fucking 43, it's going to be a shitty time again. And I just have to like be mentally prepared for it, <laughs> have more skills and structure. So it doesn't whoop my ass like I just had the last year but I'm coming up into my Leo year so watch out folks yeah watch out (laughs) 
I love it. Oh my God. So funny, man. I feel like we went on a tangent and like totally went sideways. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So usually do. It's usually how it flows. Yeah. I love it. Anyways, do you have anything else to add? Just if you are someone struggling to marry these two energies, it's like, what's that thing you're trying to create, whatever it may be, what's the next level of your journey on your video game? And then like start putting that action and effort behind it and just know it was a quantum leap. It's 10 times as scary, but that is, it means you you have to, that's exactly what you're being called to create. Like push it forth, you know? Yes. Take the step. Yeah. And it can be baby steps. It doesn't have to be a big old leap. You just did a big old leap, but take some action. Yeah, pretty much. Because I just feel like everyone's like suspended in time, wondering why they're just hanging in the balance. And it's like, it's time for you to move the energy and stop blaming the collective. You know, I feel like we were allowed to do that for a little while. And now it's like, you have to be responsible and like create your energy, create your life. So yeah, the moral of the story is just, let's take a step, whatever it may be. You know, even if it's just like you need to, you're not at the point where you're ready to launch something or ask for a raise. Like maybe you just need to shift your stagnant energy by getting a healthy like routine where you are, you know, getting a massage, you know, or starting therapy or going to an art class. Like just move the energy by taking some initiative out of your suspension, if that makes sense. Something you'd like to do for yourself that you normally wouldn't do. Like, I don't know, go get your nails did. Yeah. Just something. Yeah. You know, something that gives the universe a sign that you are prioritizing you, you are ready to be both sides. Yeah. And the only way is through that constructive action is really what I've been getting. It's like no more, no more. You're not allowed to just roll around in the cocoon right now. No. I mean, you can, you can do whatever you want, but it's again, like Randy said, you're going to eat the consequences of that. So best best get the energy moving yeah get her going i mean butterflies need to flap their wings until they're strong enough to break the cocoon so start flapping yeah exactly yeah all right kids thank you so much for joining us yes thanks for being here happy to have you we love you and we will talk to you next week bye bye